Let's look at some words which will really enable you to tackle advanced topics. All those isms in English become isme with an e in French. So if you want to provoke some interesting discussions in French, here are a few words that will really impress the French. And this time, they're all masculine. If tourism is le tourisme, how would you say socialism? Le socialisme. Yes, le socialisme. So how would you say socialism and capitalism are political systems? System is système, and like problème, it is masculine. And make sure that you use des before système. So, socialism and capitalism are political systems? Le socialisme et le capitalisme sont des systèmes politiques. Indeed, le socialisme et le capitalisme sont des systèmes politiques. And new isms like this are invented all the time. Because of Mrs. Thatcher, the French talk of le Thatcherisme. So how do you think they describe the politics of the late President Mitterrand? Le Mitterrandisme. Le Mitterrandisme, exactly. In French, an organisme can mean an organism, and it's also used for public organisations. So try, international organisations have a presence on the African continent. Continent is un continent, and African is africain. So, this international organization has a presence on the African continent. Remember to use set for this, because the masculine noun organisme begins with the vowel O. Cet organisme international a une présence sur le continent africain. That's it. Cet organisme international a une présence sur le continent africain. If heroism is l'héroïsme, spelt H-E acute, R-O-I with two dots, S-M-E, what would egoism be? L'égoïsme. Yes, l'égoïsme. So, his selfishness, his egoism, is intolerable, would be? Son égoïsme est intolérable. Son égoïsme est intolérable, quite. And you can get even more new words if you change the isme ending to ist. If pacifism is le pacifisme, what would a pacifist be for a man? Un pacifiste. Exactly, un pacifiste. And for a woman, une pacifiste. And a socialist man and a socialist woman? Un socialiste, une socialiste. Of course. And since les touristes in Paris usually want to visit museums, how would you say, I'm going to see the Impressionists exhibition? Be careful, an exhibition is une exposition. So... Je vais voir l'exposition des Impressionnistes. Oui, je vais voir l'exposition des Impressionnistes. Good. But as we said, the world is not perfect, and the noun from le romantisme is les romantiques. However, romantics are interesting people, so we will forgive them for this little exception. There are just a few more points before we finish this section of the course. English adjectives ending in AL often produce similar words in French. If original is original, central would be... Central. Central, yes. And principal? Principal. Principal, just as fundamental, will be fondamental. 
So try regional development as a fundamental policy for the government. A policy is une politique, and the government is nearly identical, le gouvernement. So regional development is a fundamental policy for the government. Le développement régional est une politique fondamentale pour le gouvernement. That's it. Le développement régional est une politique fondamentale pour le gouvernement. What you must remember about the AL ending is that the masculine plural changes to O, spelt A-U-X. So, since a code is un code, how would you say the postal codes? Les codes postaux. Les codes postaux. Correct. Now see if you can use a sideways shift to find the French for the sales managers. Managers are directors, and if they're in charge of sales, they deal with le commerce, from which the adjective is commercial. So the sales managers will be... Les directeurs commerciaux. Of course, les directeurs commerciaux. I think you are getting more and more independent and resourceful. Some adjectives ending in AL in English end in EL in French. So if traditional is traditionnel, professional will be... Professionnel. Professionnel, yes. Just as individual will give you individuel or potential, potentiel. So try industrial production has increased in the region. To increase is augmenter, as in to augment. La production industrielle a augmenté dans la région. Good. La production industrielle a augmenté dans la région. Now try, the government wants to introduce proportional representation. To introduce is nearly the same in French. You say introduire. Le gouvernement veut introduire la représentation proportionnelle. Good. Le gouvernement veut introduire la représentation proportionnelle. And if you make slight mistakes when choosing an AL or an EL ending, don't worry, because you will still be understood. And one final handy tip. The French are very proud of their language, and official policy, la politique officielle, is to avoid borrowing English words and producing too much anglicised French, referred to as le franglais. However, English words keep being introduced into French, and it's useful to remember that they almost always become masculine. So marketing would be... Le marketing. <laughs> le marketing. And feedback? Le feedback. Le feedback, exactly. And the jury is still out on the exact word the French should use for email. Because the mail is le courrier in French, the recommandation officielle is for le courrier électronique or even le courriel. But what you hear all the time is email or mail. So, following the tip on the masculine, an email becomes... Un email. An email. And for mail? Un mail. Like myself, you were probably surprised when Michel Thomas mentioned that you need only 800 to 1500 words to be able to function in another language, to have a basic working vocabulaire. Thanks to these handy transformations, you now know or can create at least that many words and more. In the remaining segments of this course, we'll learn and practice using several hundred more everyday words in French, words that are not English lookalikes, but that are essential to building your French proficiency. 
You'll see that bit by bit, or petit à petit, as they say in French, you'll get to your goal of becoming more and more fluent in French. So sit back, take a deep breath and relax. And if you feel unsure about anything we've learned so far, I encourage you to review and practice on your own, just as Michel Thomas always suggested to his students. And to help you locate any items you want to review, your user guide contains a handy annotated index to all the CD tracks. Merci beaucoup pour votre attention et à très bientôt. Course Segment 2. Verbs. Now that you have seen in Course Segment 1 how easy it is to expand your vocabulary and to develop your intuition, let's apply the same approach to verbs and make them equally productive. Of course, there are some irregularities, but isn't this the case in any language? Have you ever thought how irregular the verb to be is in English? I am, you are, he is. Can anything be more irregular than that? But don't worry, because Michel Thomas made French verbs really simple. The good news is that they fall into four broad categories. Even better news, one of these categories contains the majority of French verbs. 90% in fact, as Michel Thomas told you. They are the verbs where the to form ends in er. Examiner, to examine. Téléphoner, to phone. Négocier, to negotiate. Once you get a real feel for those verbs, you'll be well on your way to greater fluency and confidence. And did you notice how close these verbs are to their English equivalents? As we saw earlier, French is not an entirely foreign language. So let's begin with the ER verbs, which you already worked on quite a lot when you went through the Michel Thomas courses. Remember what Michel Thomas says. These ER verbs are the regular verbs, the regular good guys, and will not let you down. As you remember, there are formal and informal ways of speaking in French. I suggest that it's always safer to be as polite as possible, so use the formal vous whilst you're getting acquainted. Please use this vous in your responses here, unless I prompt you by suggesting, for instance, that you address a friend. OK. In French, to avoid is éviter, spelled e-acute, v-i-t-e-r, and to tempt is tenter. T-E-N-T-E-R. Quite close, really, to the English verb attempt. Remember the words ending in T-I-O-N? The ones which are such good value and which are all feminine. So, from tenter, how would you make up the temptation? La tentation. La tentation. Good. So, how would you say, I must avoid the temptation to use my dictionary all the time? Let's do it bit by bit. Remember what you learnt at the beginning of Michel Thomas's course. I must is je dois. So, I must avoid the temptation would be... Je dois éviter la tentation. Je dois éviter la tentation. To say the temptation to do, you use de, la tentation de faire. To use something is utiliser. So... I must avoid the temptation to use my dictionary. Je dois éviter la tentation d'utiliser mon dictionnaire. Good. Je dois éviter la tentation d'utiliser mon dictionnaire. All the time is a direct translation. Tout le temps. So now try, I must avoid the temptation to use my dictionary all the time. 
Je dois éviter la tentation d'utiliser mon dictionnaire tout le temps. Exactly. Je dois éviter la tentation d'utiliser mon dictionnaire tout le temps. Now, in French, instead of is au lieu de, which really means in place of, and it's followed by the to form of the verb. To look is regarder. So try saying, instead of looking in the dictionary, au lieu de regarder dans le dictionnaire. That's it. Au lieu de regarder dans le dictionnaire. So, instead of using my dictionary, I can invent many French words. Bit by bit now. Instead of using my dictionary. Au lieu d'utiliser mon dictionnaire. Au lieu d'utiliser mon dictionnaire. I can, je peux. And to invent is a good guy ER verb, which you can predict from the English. So, I can invent. Je peux inventer. Je peux inventer many French words. Many is the same as a lot of, beaucoup de. And we know the French for a word, un mot. French words is mot français, or words French. You need to change the order. So, many French words is... Beaucoup de mots français. Indeed, beaucoup de mots français. Once again now, the whole thing. Instead of using my dictionary, I can invent many French words. Au lieu d'utiliser mon dictionnaire, je peux inventer beaucoup de mots français. Au lieu d'utiliser mon dictionnaire, je peux inventer beaucoup de mots français. That's it. Congratulations. You have made a very good start. Now, suppose you want to say instead of checking in my dictionary. To produce the French for to check, you'll need to think of a similar English word, to verify. To verify is vérifier. To create is créer. So how would you say, instead of checking in my dictionary, I can create many words in French? In French is en français. Instead of checking in my dictionary? Au lieu de vérifier dans mon dictionnaire. Good. Au lieu de vérifier dans mon dictionnaire. And now, I can create many words in French. Je peux créer beaucoup de mots en français. Je peux créer beaucoup de mots en français. And now the whole sentence. Instead of checking in my dictionary, I can create many words in French. Au lieu de vérifier dans mon dictionnaire, je peux créer beaucoup de mots en français. Yes. Au lieu de vérifier dans mon dictionnaire, je peux créer beaucoup de mots en français. You're really developing an instinct for French words. Let's try it another way. Instead of preparing my meeting, I must prepare the dinner. To prepare is another good guy verb which you can predict from English. So... Préparer. Right. Préparer. And do you remember the French word for a meeting? Une réunion. Indeed. Une réunion. So, instead of preparing my meeting. Au lieu de préparer ma réunion. Au lieu de préparer ma réunion, I must prepare the dinner. You may remember that the French for the dinner is le dîner. Je dois préparer le dîner. Yes. Au lieu de préparer ma réunion, je dois préparer le dîner. Exactly. Now, how would you say... I am not used to, or I am not in the habit of, checking words in my dictionary. 
In French, to be in the habit of doing or to be used to doing is avoir l'habitude de faire. So, I'm not in the habit of checking words in my dictionary. Je n'ai pas l'habitude de vérifier les mots dans mon dictionnaire. Yes, je n'ai pas l'habitude de vérifier les mots dans mon dictionnaire. Words ending in U-D-E are feminine. And so a habit is une habitude. How about saying, I have a useful habit, I invent many French words. Remember the verb to use is utiliser? Well, useful is utile. So remembering to move utile after habitude, try, I have a useful habit. J'ai une habitude utile. Good. J'ai une habitude utile. I invent many French words. J'invente beaucoup de mots français. Yes. J'ai une habitude utile. J'invente beaucoup de mots français. Now, to guess in French is deviner. D-E-V-I-N-E-R. So if you wanted to give someone some advice, how would you say... You must adopt a useful habit, the habit of using your intuition and guessing the forms in French. Let's break it down. You must is vous devez, and to adopt is one of those good guys you can predict from the English, adopter. So, you must adopt a useful habit. Vous devez adopter une habitude utile. Yes, vous devez adopter une habitude utile. Your is votre, and intuition is one of those wonderful T-I-O-N words, une intuition. So, the habit of using your intuition. L'habitude d'utiliser votre intuition. Good. L'habitude d'utiliser votre intuition and guessing the forms in French. Et deviner les formes en français. Good. Bring it all together now. You must adopt a useful habit, the habit of using your intuition and guessing the forms in French. Vous devez adopter une habitude utile, l'habitude d'utiliser votre intuition et deviner les formes en français. That's it. Vous devez adopter une habitude utile, l'habitude d'utiliser votre intuition et deviner les formes en français. Definitely a good habitude. Now try saying, I can already guess the forms in French, and I can even invent a few words. Already in French is déjà, and even is même. Start with, I can already guess. Je peux déjà deviner. Je peux déjà deviner the forms in French. Les formes en français. Les formes en français. And I can even invent a few words. A few is quelques. Et je peux même inventer quelques mots. Très bien. Je peux déjà deviner les formes en français et je peux même inventer quelques mots. Now try, I like inventing a few words. To like is aimer. Think of amiable in English. J'aime inventer quelques mots. Exactly. J'aime inventer quelques mots. To emphasize that you really like it, you would use vraiment and put it after the verb to like. So, I really like inventing a few words would be... 
J'aime vraiment inventer quelques mots. And if you want to avoid repeating some words, you can say I really like it. I really like this. For this, you use ça, a really useful word. It's the shortened spoken form of cela, and you use it when you're summarizing a chunk of meaning. So, I really like it. J'aime vraiment ça. Yes, j'aime vraiment ça. And I like it a lot. Place the French for a lot after the verb. J'aime beaucoup ça. J'aime beaucoup ça. And one more. I really like this a lot. Vraiment comes before beaucoup. J'aime vraiment beaucoup ça. Yes, j'aime vraiment beaucoup ça. Another way of saying that you like something in French is to use the verb plaire, P-L-A-I-R-E, to please. But you have to be careful with the structure, because when you use plaire in French, you have to say, it pleases you, it pleases me. After all, if you want to say please, you say, s'il vous plaît, if it pleases you. So how would you say, it pleases me? Ça me plaît. Yes, ça me plaît. And it pleases us. Us is nous. Ça nous plaît. Ça nous plaît. Try, it pleases him. Him in this situation is lui. Ça lui plaît. Ça lui plaît. Yes. And it pleases me a lot. Ça me plaît beaucoup. Good. Ça me plaît beaucoup. How about it really pleases me a lot? Ça me plaît vraiment beaucoup. Ça me plaît vraiment beaucoup. So if someone asked you, mémoriser les mots par cœur, ça vous plaît? You might answer, no, it does not please me. But inventing the new forms, to invent the new forms, that pleases me a lot. The new forms is les nouvelles formes. So, no, it does not please me. Non, ça ne me plaît pas. Non, ça ne me plaît pas. But inventing new forms... Mais inventer les nouvelles formes... Mais inventer les nouvelles formes... That pleases me a lot. Ça me plaît beaucoup. Good, ça me plaît beaucoup. And the whole sentence now? No, it does not please me. But inventing the new forms, that pleases me a lot. Non, ça ne me plaît pas. Mais inventer les nouvelles formes, ça me plaît beaucoup. Exactly. Non, ça ne me plaît pas. Mais inventer les nouvelles formes, ça me plaît beaucoup. Suppose you're describing how you used to feel about things in the past. How would you say, I liked inventing the new forms? Remember that Michel Thomas taught us the difference between a line and a dot in the past. Here, we're dealing with a line. I liked would be, j'aimais. So, I liked inventing the new forms. J'aimais inventer les nouvelles formes. Good. J'aimais inventer les nouvelles formes. That was something you felt for quite a long time, an unspecified period of time, so it was a line in the past. And we liked inventing the new forms would be? 
Nous aimions inventer les nouvelles formes. Good. Nous aimions inventer les nouvelles formes. It's important to pronounce this very clearly. Otherwise, you may not be understood. People might think you're using the present, which is aimant. You will remember from Michel Thomas's foundation course that holidays in French are les vacances, quite close to vacation, really. And to spend time, to spend one's holidays, is passé, not unlike the English, to pass the time. So how would you say, I liked to spend my holidays in France? J'aimais passer mes vacances en France. Yes, j'aimais passer mes vacances en France. And I liked this a lot. Literally, I liked a lot this. J'aimais beaucoup ça. Very nice. J'aimais beaucoup ça. Now, young for children in French is petit. Imagine this is Stéphanie speaking. How would you say, when I was young, I liked a lot spending my holidays in France with my family and my friends. Let's break it down. When is quand? So, when I was young. Quand j'étais petite. Quand j'étais petite. I liked a lot spending my holidays in France. In France is en France. J'aimais beaucoup passer mes vacances en France. J'aimais beaucoup passer mes vacances en France. Family is la famille. And you know the French for the friends, les amis. So, with my family and my friends? Avec ma famille et mes amis. Excellent. Quand j'étais petite, j'aimais beaucoup passer mes vacances en France avec ma famille et mes amis. Now, suppose it was not just you, but your sister and you. So let's try when we were young. Here, we refers to two girls, so young will have to be agreeable. What's when we were young in this case? Quand nous étions petites. Good. Quand nous étions petites. I heard that t sound at the end. Very agreeable. My sister and I liked spending our holidays in France. My sister is ma sœur. And here for I... You have to use the strong form of je, which is moi. My sister and I is the same as we, so the verb becomes émion. So, my sister and I liked spending our holidays in France. Ma sœur et moi aimions passer nos vacances en France. Good. Ma sœur et moi aimions passer nos vacances en France. Another line in the past. So, if your brother is votre frère, How would you say, your brother and you used to spend your holidays in France? Your brother and you means you in the plural. So the verb form for the line in the past will be passier. Here, your holidays is vos vacances. So, your brother and you used to spend your holidays in France. Votre frère et vous passiez vos vacances en France. Exactly. Votre frère et vous passiez vos vacances en France. To agree is être d'accord. So how would you say she and I agree? Remember that she and I is the same as we. Elle et moi sommes d'accord. Elle et moi sommes d'accord. Et vous êtes d'accord que c'est facile de parler français? Go on, don't just say yes. Say it with feeling. Say yes, absolutely.
Oui, absolument. There is something else you have to watch out for when you're talking about several people doing one thing. How would you say Stéphane was happy to spend the holidays here? To be happy to do something is être content de faire quelque chose. Content, not quite the same meaning as the English content, but not too far either. Here is ici. So Stéphane, a male, was happy to spend the holidays here? Stéphane était content de passer les vacances ici. Yes, Stéphane était content de passer les vacances ici. And if it was Stéphanie? Stéphanie était contente de passer les vacances ici. Stéphanie était contente. Well done for sounding that last t. And if they were both happy to spend their holiday in Paris? Stéphane and Stéphanie were happy to spend the holidays here? Content stays in the masculine plural. Stéphane et Stéphanie étaient contents de passer les vacances ici. That's right. Stéphane et Stéphanie étaient contents de passer les vacances ici. This morning is ce matin. So how would you say, this morning, Stéphane and she were ready at nine? Stéphane and she is the same as they. At nine o'clock is à neuf heures. Ce matin, Stéphane et elle étaient prêts à neuf heures. Very good. Ce matin, Stéphane et elle étaient prêts à neuf heures. But if it was Stéphanie and Jacqueline, two females who were ready at nine o'clock. Stéphanie et Jacqueline étaient prêtes à neuf heures. Yes, Stéphanie et Jacqueline étaient prêtes à neuf heures. I heard that T at the end of prête. Good, you're being agreeable again. Now, how would you say, I really would like to spend my holidays in Nice? Now you're going into the woods. So you'll go to the to form of the verb and hit the ré track, the R-A-I-S track. Je voudrais, j'organiserai, etc. And Nice is the name of a city. So you will say à Nice for in Nice, just as you would say à Paris or à Bordeaux. So, I really would like to spend my holidays in Nice. J'aimerais vraiment passer mes vacances à Nice. J'aimerais vraiment passer mes vacances à Nice. Such a lovely place, Nice. So, let's daydream a little. For wishing, you use si and a line in the past. So, try if I had a lot of money, I really would like to spend the holidays in Nice. Money is argent, A-R-G-E-N-T. So, if I had a lot of money... Si j'avais beaucoup d'argent. Yes. Si j'avais beaucoup d'argent, I really would like... J'aimerais vraiment... J'aimerais vraiment, yes, to spend the holidays in Nice. Passer les vacances à Nice. Passer les vacances à Nice. And the whole sentence now? If I had a lot of money, I really would like to spend the holidays in Nice. Si j'avais beaucoup d'argent, j'aimerais vraiment passer les vacances à Nice. <laughs> nice. Si j'avais beaucoup d'argent, j'aimerais vraiment passer les vacances à Nice. Now, how would you say, if she had the time, she would prepare the dinner? The French for the time is le temps. If she had the time, 
Si elle avait le temps, si elle avait le temps, she would prepare the dinner. Elle préparerait le dîner. Si elle avait le temps, elle préparerait le dîner. Exactly. And what about if we had a lot of money, we would like to spend the holidays in Nice. Si nous avions beaucoup d'argent, nous aimerions passer les vacances à Nice. Exactly. Si nous avions beaucoup d'argent, nous aimerions passer les vacances à Nice. Let's look at some more ER verbs. To live somewhere is habiter, close to inhabit, isn't it? So how would you say, when I lived in Paris, I spent two weekends per month in the country? Let's break that up a bit. When I lived in Paris, quand j'habitais à Paris, yes, quand j'habitais à Paris, for weekend, the French use the English word. Two is de and per month is par mois. So, I spent two weekends per month. Je passais deux weekends par mois. Correct. Je passais deux weekends par mois in the country. In the countries à la campagne. So, I spent two weekends per month in the country. Je passais deux weekends par mois à la campagne. The whole sentence now. When I lived in Paris, I spent two weekends per month in the country. Quand j'habitais à Paris, je passais deux week-ends par mois à la campagne. Good. Quand j'habitais à Paris, je passais deux week-ends par mois à la campagne. I was living. J'habitais. A line in the past. And therefore you must use the wing tense as Michel Thomas taught you. Je passais. A dotted line in the past. Use the same tense of the verb for both. Before you continue with this segment of the vocabulary course, you may like to review the wing tense in your original Michel Thomas French courses. Let's try another one. When he was working late at night, he used to go home by taxi. As you know, to work is travailler. Late is tard. And at night, in this context, is in the evening, le soir. You don't need a word for in in time phrases. So what about... When he was working late at night, he used to go home by taxi. We'll start with when he was working late at night. Quand il travaillait tard le soir. Oui, quand il travaillait tard le soir. To go home is rentrer, and for by taxi, the French is en taxi. The same applies to all forms of transport, so in a car or by car is en voiture. By train is en train. Spelt the same as in English. So, he used to go home by taxi or he went home by taxi. Il rentrait en taxi. Exactly. Quand il travaillait tard le soir, il rentrait en taxi. When he worked late, when he was working late, when he used to work late, these are all examples of lines in the past which are translated by the French wing tense. Il rentrait. He used to take a taxi every time. So, she used to go home by car would be... Elle rentrait en voiture. Yes. Elle rentrait en voiture. Again, the wing tense. And this is the tense that we use automatically for this dotted line in the past with certain words such as often, sometimes and others. Let's try this one. Stéphanie often contacted her colleagues in Marseille. Often in French is souvent... 
S-O-U-V-E-N-T. And in this sentence, you need to place it after the verb, as in Stephanie contacted often. Colleague is very similar. Un collègue or une collègue. C-O-L-L-E-G-R-A-V-G-U-E. So, Stephanie often contacted her colleagues in Marseille. Stephanie contactait souvent ses collègues à Marseille. Indeed, Stephanie contactait souvent ses collègues à Marseille. Contacter. You've got the ball over the net. Now, how would you say she frequently contacted her parents? I'm sure you can now sense that frequent is an easy transformation. Fréquent. And we've practiced words ending in L-Y. The English word parents comes from the French parent, the very same word. So, she frequently contacted her parents. Elle contactait fréquemment ses parents. Yes, elle contactait fréquemment ses parents. Good. Together is ensemble, as in a musical ensemble, where everybody plays together. So let's go for another verb which has a direct equivalent. What about when Stéphanie and her parents spent the holidays together, they always preferred to stay in a hotel? We'll break it down. When Stéphanie and her parents... Quand Stéphanie et ses parents... Spent the holidays together, to spend time is passé. Passaient les vacances ensemble. Passaient les vacances ensemble. Good. They always preferred to stay in a hotel. Always is toujours, and it goes after the verb. You can work out to prefer, as an easy equivalent. To stay is rester, and in a hotel is à l'hôtel. So, they always preferred to stay in a hotel? Ils préféraient toujours rester à l'hôtel. Exactly. Ils préféraient toujours rester à l'hôtel. And the whole sentence now? When Stéphanie and her parents spent the holidays together, they always preferred to stay in a hotel? Quand Stéphanie et ses parents passaient les vacances ensemble, ils préféraient toujours rester à l'hôtel. Voilà. Quand Stéphanie et ses parents passaient les vacances ensemble, ils préféraient toujours rester à l'hôtel. Préférer. A line in the past. They always preferred. Préférer is spelt P-R-E acute. F-E acute. R-A-I-E-N-T. Now, restaurant is the same in both languages. So, we preferred to dine in a restaurant would be... Nous préférions dîner dans un restaurant. Good. Nous préférions dîner dans un restaurant. Now let's practice using the wing tense of to be and to forget with this sentence. I was generally on time, but sometimes I was late and from time to time I totally forgot my appointments. To be on time is être à l'heure. And you can easily transform the word generally, which will go after the verb. So... I was generally on time. J'étais généralement à l'heure. Yes. J'étais généralement à l'heure. Good. Sometimes is quelquefois, and it means a few times. And if you want to say that someone is late, is arriving late, then you say en retard. So, but sometimes I was late. Mais quelquefois j'étais en retard. Bien. Mais quelquefois, j'étais en retard. All together now, I was generally on time, but sometimes I was late.
J'étais généralement à l'heure, mais quelquefois j'étais en retard. Très bien. J'étais généralement à l'heure, mais quelquefois j'étais en retard. Now let's look at the rest of the sentence for a bit more practice with some regular good guys. And from time to time, I totally forgot my appointments. From time to time is de temps en temps. Totally is another easy transformation, and it will go after forgot in French. To forget is oublier. Think of the English oblivion. And an appointment in French is un rendez-vous. Okay, so let's break it down. And from time to time. Et de temps en temps. Et de temps en temps, I totally forgot my appointments. J'oubliais totalement mes rendez-vous. Good. Et de temps en temps, j'oubliais totalement mes rendez-vous. Now bring it all together. I was generally on time, but sometimes I was late, and from time to time, I totally forgot my appointments. J'étais généralement à l'heure, mais quelquefois j'étais en retard. Et de temps en temps, j'oubliais totalement mes rendez-vous. Excellent. J'étais généralement à l'heure, mais quelquefois j'étais en retard. Et de temps en temps, j'oubliais totalement mes rendez-vous. Right, let's look now at talking about what happened on a specific day. We'll move on to dots in the past. You may want to go back to your Michel Thomas French courses in order to review forming this tense. But here's a reminder. You have to dive into the pass from either the to have or the to be diving boards. And for ER verbs, you dive into e acute. So let's try. Stephanie contacted her clients. Stephanie a contacté ses clients. Bien. Stephanie a contacté ses clients. Now to a sentence to practice these dot forms of the verb further. On Friday, Stéphane and Stéphanie explored the shopping centre and spent a lot of money. We'll break it down. On Friday is just Friday. Vendredi. To explore is an easy equivalent and the shopping centre is the commercial centre or, of course, in French word order, the centre commercial. So, on Friday, Stéphane and Stéphanie explored the shopping centre. Vendredi. Stéphane et Stéphanie ont exploré le centre commercial. Good. Vendredi, Stéphane et Stéphanie ont exploré le centre commercial and they spent a lot of money. To spend when you're talking about money is dépenser, a regular ER good guy. So, they spent a lot of money. Et ils ont dépensé beaucoup d'argent. Definitely. Et ils ont dépensé beaucoup d'argent. Now the whole sentence again. On Friday, Stéphane and Stéphanie explored the shopping centre and they spent a lot of money. Vendredi, Stéphane et Stéphanie ont exploré le centre commercial et ils ont dépensé beaucoup d'argent. Yes. Vendredi, Stéphane et Stéphanie ont exploré le centre commercial et ils ont dépensé beaucoup d'argent. Now let's practice some further dots in the past. If a meeting is une réunion, How would you say she arrived at the meeting late? As you know, to arrive is arriver. And as Michel Thomas taught us, when diving into the past with verbs describing coming and going, you dive from the être tower. So, she arrived at the meeting late. 
Elle est arrivée à la réunion en retard. Elle est arrivée à la réunion en retard. Now try, she went to see the new products. You already know to go, aller, which is of course a coming and going verb. So, she went to see the new products. Elle est allée voir les nouveaux produits. Precisely. Elle est allée voir les nouveaux produits. Now, with our two sentences, elle est arrivée en retard à la réunion and elle est allée voir les nouveaux produits, we can indicate which of the two events happened first by diving further into the past. So how about she arrived at the meeting late because she had gone to see the new products? If she has gone is elle est allée, she had gone would be Elle était allée. Yes, elle était allée. So, she arrived at the meeting late because she had gone to see the new products. Elle est arrivée à la réunion en retard parce qu'elle était allée voir les nouveaux produits. Good. Elle est arrivée à la réunion en retard parce qu'elle était allée voir les nouveaux produits. The French for to be worried is être inquiet. I-N-Q-U-I-E-T, which is quite close to disquiet in English, isn't it? What about, she phoned her colleague Robert because he had forgotten their appointment and she was worried. To phone somebody in French is téléphoner à quelqu'un. And his or her, when referring to a masculine noun, is sans. So, she phoned her colleague Robert. Elle a téléphoné à son collègue Robert. Yes. Elle a téléphoné à son collègue Robert because he'd forgotten their appointment. Use leur for there. Parce qu'il avait oublié leur rendez-vous. Parce qu'il avait oublié leur rendez-vous and she was worried. The feminine agreeable form of inquiet is inquiète. So, and she was worried? Et elle était inquiète. Yes, et elle était inquiète. So the full sentence again. She phoned her colleague Robert because he had forgotten their appointment and she was worried. Elle a téléphoné à son collègue Robert parce qu'il avait oublié leur rendez-vous et elle était inquiète. Excellent. Elle a téléphoné à son collègue Robert parce qu'il avait oublié leur rendez-vous et elle était inquiète. There you go. In one sentence, you have indicated clearly what happened earlier, what happened later. What was a dot and what was a line in the past? Now let's look at a few more of these verbs which take être when you dive into the dot past. To go back is retourner, another coming or going verb. So he went back to the meeting would be. Il est retourné à la réunion. Good. Il est retourné à la réunion. To go in is entrer. And to go back, to go home, is rentrer. So, he went back by taxi would be... Il est rentré en taxi. Exactly. Il est rentré en taxi. Finally, let's look at some other verbs which can use either être or avoir, but not with the same meaning. Michel Thomas taught you some examples. For instance, to say he went up to the first floor, to go up is monter. And first is premier. In this sense, a floor is un étage. E-acute T-A-G-E. 
So he went up to the first floor. Il est monté au premier étage. Yes, il est monté au premier étage. To say he took up the bag, you would use il a monté le sac. So she took the documents up to the first floor would be document is an easy transformation. Elle a monté les documents au premier étage. That's right. Elle a monté les documents au premier étage. Data is les données. D-O-N-N-E-A-Q-T-S. And the computer is un ordinateur. So, using avoir, try, she entered the data into the computer. Elle a entré les données dans l'ordinateur. Yes. Elle a entré les données dans l'ordinateur. And she had entered the data into the computer yesterday, but unfortunately she was not able to find the information again this morning. Bit by bit now. She had entered the data into the computer yesterday. Elle avait entré les données dans l'ordinateur hier. Elle avait entré les données dans l'ordinateur hier, but unfortunately. Mais malheureusement. Mais malheureusement. She was not able to find the information again this morning. As Michel Thomas taught you, the dot form of pouvoir, I was able to, is j'ai pu. As to find is trouver, to find again uses the reform. Information is an easy equivalent, but remember that ne and pas go on each side of the first part of the verb. So, she was not able to find the information again this morning. Elle n'a pas pu retrouver l'information ce matin. Spot on again. Elle n'a pas pu retrouver l'information ce matin. Altogether now, she had entered the data into the computer yesterday, but unfortunately, she was not able to find the information again this morning. Elle avait entré les données dans l'ordinateur hier, mais malheureusement, elle n'a pas pu retrouver l'information ce matin. Très bien. Elle avait entré les données dans l'ordinateur hier, mais malheureusement, elle n'a pas pu retrouver l'information ce matin. Quelle catastrophe Oh, ces ordinateurs As Michel Thomas taught you, there's no difference in French between I make and I am making. There's no amming, ising or aring. But if you really want to emphasize that something is happening right now, you can use être en train de followed by the to form of the verb. So what about, as we are doubling ourselves in France, we must increase our personnel in Paris? I promise that you can guess to double. The only word I need to help you with is sales. The sale is la vente. I'm sure you've realised that personnel in English comes from its French equivalent. So, as we are doubling ourselves in France, doubling them right now, comme nous sommes en train de doubler nos ventes en France. Yes. Comme nous sommes en train de doubler nos ventes en France. We must increase our personnel in Paris. Nous devons augmenter notre personnel à Paris. Nous devons augmenter notre personnel à Paris. Yes. So bring it all together. As we are doubling our sales in France, we must increase our personnel in Paris. Comme nous sommes en train de doubler nos ventes en France, nous devons augmenter notre personnel à Paris. 
Comme nous sommes en train de doubler nos ventes en France, nous devons augmenter notre personnel à Paris. Bien. Michel Thomas taught you that en is used for in with countries and continents that take la, feminine, and o is used for in with masculine countries, en Asie au Portugal. But to say in a city, to a city, use a, à Bordeaux, à Londres. Now let's try to draw somebody's attention. How would you say, listen to me carefully, I am saying something really important? Listen to me carefully is, écoutez-moi bien, literally, listen to me well. So, bit by bit, listen to me carefully. Écoutez-moi bien. Yes, écoutez-moi bien. And now we're going to try, I am saying something really important. Here, for to say, use to mention. It's a lovely good guy verb which you can guess. Now, for something really important, you must say in French, something of really important. So, I am saying something really important. I am saying or mentioning it right now. Je suis en train de mentionner quelque chose de vraiment important. Indeed, je suis en train de mentionner quelque chose de vraiment important. And all together now, listen to me carefully. I am saying I am mentioning something really important. Écoutez-moi bien. Je suis en train de mentionner quelque chose de vraiment important. Absolument. Écoutez-moi bien. Je suis en train de mentionner quelque chose de vraiment important. Now, what about she was reading the manager's report when the phone rang? To read is lire. A report is un rapport, R-A-P-P-O-R-T. A phone is un téléphone and to ring is sonner. So, she was reading, she was in the process of reading the manager's report when the phone rang. Elle était en train de lire le rapport du directeur quand le téléphone a sonné. Oui, elle était en train de lire le rapport du directeur quand le téléphone a sonné. Now try, next week I shall be skiing in Courchevel. A week is une semaine, and next is prochain with the feminine prochaine. There's no will being or shall being in French, but we can have I shall be in the process of. Je serai en train de. To ski is faire du ski. So what we'll say here is Next week, I shall be in the process of skiing in Courchevel. La semaine prochaine, je serai en train de faire du ski à Courchevel. Lucky you! La semaine prochaine, je serai en train de faire du ski à Courchevel. Before we move on, let me just explain that although this little phrase en train de is used mostly to indicate that things are happening here and now, It can also have another meaning, when être en train means to be on good form. So if you need to apologize, you could say, Excuse me for yesterday evening, I was not on good form. Excuse me is excusez-moi, so... Excusez-moi pour hier soir, je n'étais pas en train. Good. Excusez-moi pour hier soir, je n'étais pas en train. If you want to say that you're on the point of, or on the verge of, doing something, you use être sur le point de faire quelque chose. So what about, 
I was on the point of ordering a taxi when he offered to take me to the airport. You should have no problem with the first part. I was on the point of ordering a taxi. J'étais sur le point de commander un taxi. Good. J'étais sur le point de commander un taxi. For to offer, use proposer. And remember that for me, you use me before the associated verb take, which in this case is emmener, E-M-M-E-N-E-R. So, when he offered to take me to the airport? Quand il a proposé de m'emmener à l'aéroport. Yes, quand il a proposé de m'emmener à l'aéroport. So bring it all together. I was on the point of ordering a taxi when he offered to take me to the airport. J'étais sur le point de commander un taxi quand il a proposé de m'emmener à l'aéroport. Super. J'étais sur le point de commander un taxi quand il a proposé de m'emmener à l'aéroport. Now, if you want to say that you have just done something, you use venir de, followed by the to form of the verb. So what about saying to a friend, go into the dining room, I have just washed the floor in the kitchen. To go into somewhere is the same as to enter, so it's going to be... Entrer. Yes, entrer. A dining room is une salle à manger, literally a room for eating. And a kitchen is une cuisine, the same word as for the quality of your cooking. So, go into the dining room. Remember, you're saying this to a friend. Entre dans la salle à manger. Yes, entre dans la salle à manger. To wash is laver, and the floor is le sol. So, I have just washed the floor in the kitchen. To say I have just done, you say je viens de faire. Je viens de laver le sol dans la cuisine. Good. Je viens de laver le sol dans la cuisine. And even better in one sentence, go into the dining room. I've just washed the floor in the kitchen. Entre dans la salle à manger. Je viens de laver le sol dans la cuisine. Bien. Entre dans la salle à manger. Je viens de laver le sol dans la cuisine. Je viens de laver. I have just washed. So how would you say Stéphane and Stéphanie have just got married and they're spending their honeymoon in Paris? To get married is se marier. So Stéphane and Stéphanie have just got married. Stéphane et Stéphanie viennent de se marier. Stéphane et Stéphanie viennent de se marier. Yes. A honeymoon is the same idea in French. The moon is la lune, as in luna, and honey is miel. So, and they are spending, they are in the process of spending their honeymoon in Paris. Et ils sont en train de passer leur lune de miel à Paris. Quite right. Et ils sont en train de passer leur lune de miel à Paris. So, all in one sentence now. Stéphane and Stéphanie have just got married and they're spending their honeymoon in Paris. Stéphane et Stéphanie viennent de se marier et ils sont en train de passer leur lune de miel à Paris. Lucky them. Stéphane et Stéphanie viennent de se marier et ils sont en train de passer leur lune de miel à Paris. 
And we must now passer some time on other French verbs. So let's move on. As Michel Thomas said, 90% of verbs in French belong to the ER track. And we've just seen how productive you can make them. Now let us look at verbs ending in IR. A large number of them behave in a very similar way to the ER verbs. So we'll look first at verbs finishing in VRIR or FRIR. To discover is découvrir. So how would you say, I am only now discovering that he has a lot of problems? Only now is seulement maintenant, and it will come after the verb. And of course, there's no aming in French. So, I am only now discovering that he has a lot of problems. Je découvre seulement maintenant qu'il a beaucoup de problèmes. Exactly. Je découvre seulement maintenant qu'il a beaucoup de problèmes. And, I discovered this yesterday. In French, you'll say, I have discovered. And the diving form of these VRIR and FRIR verbs is ER, spelt E-R-T. So, I discovered this yesterday. J'ai découvert ça hier. Yes, j'ai découvert ça hier. Now try, I opened the door to let the cat out. If discovered is découvert, then opened is going to be... Ouvert. Of course, ouvert. A door is une porte, as in the English portal. And to let is laisser, but for to let the cat out, you have to say to let go out the cat. So, I opened the door to let the cat out. J'ai ouvert la porte pour laisser sortir le chat. That's it. J'ai ouvert la porte pour laisser sortir le chat. To offer is offrir. Let's have a go at we're offering you an exceptional opportunity. Nous vous offrons une opportunité exceptionnelle. Nous vous offrons une opportunité exceptionnelle. What about I was pleased when you offered to spend the holidays with me? For I was pleased, you have to say it made me pleasure. So I was pleased. Ça m'a fait plaisir. Ça m'a fait plaisir, yes. When you offered to spend the holidays with me? Quand vous avez offert de passer les vacances avec moi. Exact. Quand vous avez offert de passer les vacances avec moi. The whole sentence now. I was pleased when you offered to spend the holidays with me. Ça m'a fait plaisir quand vous avez offert de passer les vacances avec moi. Ça m'a fait plaisir quand vous avez offert de passer les vacances avec moi. Très bien. With me is avec moi. Okay, what about I am enjoying learning French, I am not suffering. For I am enjoying, you will say it makes me pleasure. To learn is apprendre. And French is the French language, so you have to say le français. So, I am enjoying learning French. Ça me fait plaisir d'apprendre le français. Good. Ça me fait plaisir d'apprendre le français. To suffer is souffrir. So now, I am not suffering. Je ne souffre pas. Right. Je ne souffre pas. Now the whole sentence. I am enjoying learning French. I am not suffering.
Ça me fait plaisir d'apprendre le français. Je ne souffre pas. That's good news. Je ne souffre pas. Now let's look at IR verbs which don't end in V-R-I-R or F-R-I-R. To go out is sortir. Try, I think that this evening he has gone out by himself. Sortir dives into sorti. Sortir is a coming and going verb, so you need to dive from the être tower, as Michel Thomas said. For by himself, you will say all alone, which is tout seul. So, I think that this evening he has gone out by himself. Je pense que ce soir, il est sorti tout seul. Voilà. Je pense que ce soir, il est sorti tout seul. Now back to the present tense of these IR verbs. As Michel Thomas taught us, in the short box for je, tu, il and elle singular, these verbs drop the second consonant of the stem. So, for example, the V of servir, to serve. I serve is therefore je sers, spelt S-E-R-S. What would be I sleep from dormir? Je dors. Yes, je dors. And I go out? Je sors. Good, je sors. And she goes out. Elle sort. Good, elle sort. S-O-R-T. But in the nous, vous, and il and elle plural forms of the verb, you can hear the consonant of the stem. So, they go out. Ils sortent. Right, ils sortent. S-O-R-T-E-N-T. You can hear the T of the stem. And we go out. Nous sortons. Right, nous sortons. And we serve. Nous servons. Nous servons. And we sleep. Nous dormons. That's it. Nous dormons. To fall asleep is s'endormir. So try, she often falls asleep when she watches television. To watch is regarder. Elle s'endort souvent quand elle regarde la télévision. Bien. Elle s'endort souvent quand elle regarde la télévision. And what about, when we came in, he was asleep, or he was sleeping, in front of the television. Entrer is a coming and going verb. In front of is devant. So, when we came in? Quand nous sommes entrés. Indeed. Quand nous sommes entrés. Spelt E-N-T-R-E acute S to make it agreeable with nous. Um, he was sleeping in front of the television. Il dormait devant la télévision. Il dormait devant la télévision. So, bring it together now. When we came in, he was sleeping in front of the television. Quand nous sommes entrés, il dormait devant la télévision. Good. Quand nous sommes entrés, il dormait devant la télévision. To lie, as in to tell a lie, is mentir, M-E-N-T-I-R. How would you say then, the camera never lies? A camera is une caméra. And for never, you use jamais, but you must also remember to put ne in front of the verb. So, the camera never lies? La caméra ne ment jamais. Yes, 
La caméra ne ment jamais. We're in the short box of an IR verb, so we don't sound the T of the stem. To feel, to feel in oneself, is se sentir. Let's try, I am feeling very well. Je me sens très bien. Of course, je me sens très bien. And how are you feeling? Be careful with the word order. Comment vous sentez-vous? Comment vous sentez-vous? Good. So what about, she was not feeling very well today, but I'm sure that she will feel better tomorrow. Today is aujourd'hui, literally in this day. So she was not feeling very well today? Elle ne se sentait pas très bien aujourd'hui. That's it. Elle ne se sentait pas très bien aujourd'hui. Sure is sûr, and better is mieux, M-I-E-U-X. So, but I'm sure that she will feel better tomorrow. Mais je suis sûr qu'elle se sentira mieux demain. Yes, mais je suis sûr qu'elle se sentira mieux demain. So bring it together. She was not feeling very well today, but I'm sure that she'll feel better tomorrow. Elle ne se sentait pas très bien aujourd'hui, mais je suis sûr qu'elle se sentira mieux demain. Excellent. Elle ne se sentait pas très bien aujourd'hui, mais je suis sûr qu'elle se sentira mieux demain. To leave, as you know, is partir. And to leave or get going again is therefore repartir. What about... I maintain that we will get going again tomorrow morning if the car is repaired. To maintain is a close friend, affirmer. So, I maintain that we will get going again tomorrow morning. J'affirme que nous repartirons demain matin. So far, so good. J'affirme que nous repartirons demain matin if the car is repaired. Si la voiture est réparée. Yes, si la voiture est réparée. So, all in one now. I maintain that we will get going again tomorrow morning if the car is repaired. J'affirme que nous repartirons demain matin si la voiture est réparée. Good for you. J'affirme que nous repartirons demain matin si la voiture est réparée. To run is courir. So, I run regularly would be... Je cours régulièrement. Good. Je cours régulièrement. And courir, like to run, can be used in all sorts of ways. For instance, to run the risk of being is courir le risque d'être. So try, if you forget your diary, you run the risk of being late for your meetings. A diary is perhaps not what you expect in French. It is un agenda, spelt A-G-E-N-D-A. Agenda. So, bit by bit, if you forget your diary, si vous oubliez votre agenda, mm -hmm. si vous oubliez votre agenda, you run the risk of being late for your meetings. Vous courez le risque d'être en retard pour vos réunions. Bien, vous courez le risque d'être en retard pour vos réunions. And the whole sentence now. If you forget your diary, you run the risk of being late for your meetings. Si vous oubliez votre agenda, vous courez le risque d'être en retard pour vos réunions. Sensationnel. 
Si vous oubliez votre agenda, vous courez le risque d'être en retard pour vos réunions. Now, English and French express movement and direction in different ways. In English, you say, he ran across the road. In French, you say, he crossed the road in running. Il a traversé la rue en courant. So how would you say, he ran out of the restaurant or he came out of the restaurant in running? To come out of is sortir de. Il est sorti du restaurant en courant. Very good. Il est sorti du restaurant en courant. Sortir is a coming and going verb, so you dive from the être tower. De and le come together as du, before restaurant. And what about he rushed out of the house? He went out of the house in rushing. To rush is se dépêcher, as in to dispatch. Il est sorti de la maison en se dépêchant. Good. Il est sorti de la maison en se dépêchant. One verb that you're likely to use a lot in French is to come, venir. To call somebody out or to get somebody to come is faire venir quelqu'un. So what about the machine was not working, so I got the technician to come? To work about a machine is marcher. Therefore is donc, D-O-N-C. So, the machine was not working, so I got the technician to come. La machine ne marchait pas, donc j'ai fait venir le technicien. C'est ça. La machine ne marchait pas, donc j'ai fait venir le technicien. To say I have come back, for instance, you will say je suis revenu. So, we came back, we have come back yesterday would be... Nous sommes revenus hier. Good. Nous sommes revenus hier. To become is devenir. So how would you say, now that she has married, she has become French? Remember to be agreeable. Maintenant qu'elle s'est mariée, elle est devenue française. Voilà. Maintenant qu'elle s'est mariée, elle est devenue française. And because of the verb être, devenu is spelled D-E-V-E-N-U-E, to be agreeable with L. To finish with, let's have a go at two really everyday phrases. If you were wondering what is going to become of your friend, you might say to yourself, Je me demande ce que mon ami va devenir. If you want to ask about someone, you might say, What is he up to? In French, you will ask, What is he becoming? Que devient-il? Yes, que devient-il? And finalement for this section, let's bring many bits together and try. When I discovered that you were not feeling well, I came back immediately. We'll break it down. When I discovered that you were not feeling well, quand j'ai découvert que vous ne vous sentiez pas bien, yes, quand j'ai découvert que vous ne vous sentiez pas bien, I came back immediately. Je suis revenu immédiatement. This is getting really good. Quand j'ai découvert que vous ne vous sentiez pas bien, je suis revenu immédiatement. Let's move on immédiatement to our next topic.